Welcome back, everyone, to another Welcome to the J episode. I am your host, Jahans Maniga, a.k.a. 12. Before we get into everything that is creating men's basketball, make sure to like and subscribe to the Field of 68 Media Network so you can get content such as this, uh, representatives of different schools, repping their alma maters like I'm doing today. Uh, today is going to be just me, uh, no guest, but we definitely have to get into it. Uh, the Jays are kind of... Flying high right now. They won the last six games in a row, including last night's win uh, against St. John's on the road. Uh, a very, very tough, difficult place to play. The Jays managed to squeak out a difficult 81-78 to victory. Uh, top performers of the night, Ryan Hawkins, 25 points, 12 rebounds. Ryan Kalkbrenner, 19.7 rebounds. Trey Alexander, big time performance by him. 16 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. We welcome back Arthur Kaluma. He looked great coming off the bench for the Jays as he's on a minute restrictions right now. But he still managed to have 12.6 rebounds in his return. Uh, like I just mentioned, the Jays have now won 6 straight games. They sit at the 3rd spot in the Big East standings. Let's remember that this team was picked as a preseason number eight in the Big East. So uh, Coach Mack and his staff have certainly done a wonderful job with this group of guys. Uh, they are exceeding what the Big East preseason expectations were. If you are a fan of this podcast, you know that I've been saying that Coach Mack is certainly going to use things like this as bulletin board material the entire year to get the boys to play uh, to, their best, to the best of their ability. And he certainly has done that as the boys sit at the third spot in the Big East standings. Not all news is good news for the Jays. Obviously, they won a game. We're all very happy and excited about that, uh, especially in such a tough environment, uh, which is at St. John's. But story of tonight is Ryan Nemhar's injury. Our starting point guard uh, went down in the second half, holding his right wrist, his shooting wrist, um, and obviously... As he went down, I think the whole of Blue Jay Nation's heart kind of sunk. Um, the way that he was holding his wrist, it, it obviously looked um, not good uh, in any by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, Coach Mack and uh, the training staff rushed over. Uh, the St. John staff also rushed over to help assist Ryan Nemhard. Um, uh, you kind of see him saying, I think I broke it, I think I broke it, which is not something that you'd like to here obviously um but you know it was announced this morning that he will be shut down for the remainder of the season and that's going to have a trickle effect uh as far as how the jays are going to play i'm going to get into that a little bit later um obviously we're wishing ryan a speedy recovery uh, we hope that he comes back as healthy and as strong as he can be uh we know he's a hard-working kid someone who's going to put his best foot forward in rehab and you know he's going to want to play his best next year when he's able to suit up for the Jays again. Unfortunately for us, though, as fans of people who follow the program, it is now known that he will miss the remainder of the season. Uh, he ends his freshman year averaging 11.3 points a game, 3.1 rebounds a game, 4.4 assists a game on 40% shooting. I believe that he was well on his way to win the Freshman of the Year award. Uh, I wonder if he'll still be, you know, in contention for that. He won Freshman of the Week multiple times. Um, the Jays would not be sitting at in third in the Big East for sure if it wasn't for his contribution, as Coach Mack mentioned in the post game uh, last night. Uh, his future is bright, though, and uh, we 
like I said earlier, we all wish him a speedy, speedy recovery. And we can't wait to see him get back out on the floor doing what he loves to do, uh, which is obviously playing basketball. And as Jays fans, uh, we are going to be missing out on, on his growth. Uh, what we are going to see as far as his growth is concerned down the stretch as these games start to matter more and more. So, again, it is a very tough blow for the Jays. Uh, starting point where Ryan Nehart goes down with an apparent right wrist injury. And we are going to have to see how the Jays are going to bounce back and help salvage uh, the rest of the season, obviously, without their starting point guard in action. Uh, so what does that mean for the Jays going forward? Uh, I believe there's going to be a lot of uh, roles that are going to change. Some guys are going to be asked to do a lot more. One of those guys who I mentioned before had maybe his best game of the season last night, although he did have four turnovers Trey Alexander was able to do a little bit of everything for the Jays, especially down the stretch, uh, to help them win that game. I believe he's going to move into the primary ball handling role. Um, and I think Coach Mack and the staff are going to rely on him to really set up offense for everyone else. He's shown flashes that he can do it in spurts. Now he has a chance to show that he can do it uh, as the primary ball handler uh, to set up the offense, you know, to organize guys, to put guys in the right place, and then obviously to score himself and and uh, to help distribute the ball to the shooters and the scorers outside. Uh, what I've been very impressed with with Trey all year long is his ability to get downhill and come to a two-foot jump stop and make the right decisions. We saw it down the stretch over and over and over again last night. I think he got a couple and ones just going down, being patient, having poise, and being able to finish with contact. Uh, he's got a really good touch and, and surprising strength uh, to be able to absorb contact and to finish at the rim, especially after coming off a two-foot jump stop where guys are still trailing him at the hip and, you know, pushing him, shoving him. He's able to maintain his balance and finish strong at the rim. That's something that he's been able to do all year long and something that I've been very impressed by. Uh, he's going to have to do it a whole lot more because he's going to be relied upon to, like I said, organize the offense, put guys in the right place and uh, shoulder the load that is left with Nemhard's absence. I also believe that guys like Alex O'Connell, even Arthur Kaluma, are going to have to get the ball more, be more active offensively to help organize offense as well. Um, it might not be a particular set that Coach Mack is going to have them walk up the walk the ball up the floor and have them set up, but for them to initiate offense off of a rebound so that you know we're not putting so much pressure on uh, Trey Alexander's shoulders is going to be pivotal for the Jays moving forward. They're going to have to do with, do this a little bit more by committee because Nemhard was really the guy who every single time up the floor was organizing the offense. And teams started to wise up to that and take that away. And we've seen Trey be used as that secondary ball handler to, to do that. Now Trey's going to have to rely on the likes of O'Connell, the likes of Kaluma to help, bring, help him bring the ball up the floor and also direct traffic that the Jays could have good, positive, offensive possessions. Uh, I, for one, cannot wait to see how Coach Beck is going to adjust his offensive style. Uh, we know that he's got a thousand and one sets in that brain of his. Uh, and it always feels like no matter what the other teams throw at him, he's able to counter that offensively um, and look for different or, or find different looks, find different ways to get the ball to drop uh, as far as offense is concerned. 
now with his primary ball handler gone, I, I'm anxious to see, you know, how he's going to not necessarily revamp the offense, but uh, move things around and make it easier for his guys to be able to play, to be able to uh, get organized, to be able to find good looks at the basket. And then, as always, it's up to the players uh, to actually put the ball in the hoop. Uh, you know, as a staff, all you can really ask for is to put guys in the right positions and, and, you know, play those percentages. And then it's up to the players to put the ball through the basket, uh, as as we all know. So uh, that is going to be a very interesting thing. And that is something that I would advise all Jays fans to be on the lookout for. Um, as the last part of the season is upon us uh, during Nemhard's absence. Uh, also anticipating Hawkins to receive so much more attention from opposing teams. I mentioned the stat line from last night, 25 and 12, uh, shooting 10 of 18 from the field, pretty efficient uh, shooting there. And he's already garnered so much attention, but because of how good Nemhard has been coming off of ball screens, his two-man game with Kalkbrenner, uh, which has gone better and better as the season has gone on, um, as they've had a chance to play together and build that kind of chemistry, we're now going to have to see Hawkins, uh, you know, demand double teams at, in some different situations because of how much more attention is going to be put on him and placed on him. So uh, Hawkins has done a great job all year of making the right decisions with the ball. Uh, he's a very smart, intellectual basketball player. He knows when to shoot it. He knows when to move it. Um, he knows, more importantly, though, what Coach Mack is looking for as far as offense is concerned. And he's got a quick trigger from three, so it's going to be hard for teams to double-team him out there. I think as he gets closer down and he starts to get into his post-up moves, that's when he's going to potentially see more double-teams, and it's going to be up to him to find the open guys and for guys to make shots to relieve that pressure. Um, with Hawkins being as intelligent as he is, I don't see that to be too hard of an adjustment for him, but... I would be, if I'm the Jays, I would be preparing for more and more double teams coming his way because uh, one of the important pieces uh, is now missing in Ryan Nemhart. So uh, Hawkins is going to demand a lot more double teams uh, moving forward. Uh, I also, I'm of the mindset that Coach Macker is going to try and find, you know, other guys to to plug in to fit in that, that rotation. Uh, I'm looking for a guy like Christophus, who has seen uh, minutes sparingly as the season has gone on, to get a chance to show what he's uh, really made of. Um, I've had a chance to watch him work out and shoot in the summertime. We know that he comes in, and he's known as he was known as a really good shooter in high school, um, and that is one of the reasons why Coach Mack felt that he was the type of guy that could fit into the system and fit into the culture. So now he's going to have a chance to prove it, I believe. Um, I think he's going to be ready and anxious to step up and, and help produce for the team. And we're going to have to see how the new look rotation is, is going to perform um, before having Trey Alexander as that main guy coming off the bench. Obviously, now he's going to be in the starting role. I anticipate as Kaluma gets healthier and healthier, those minute restrictions are, um, are removed from him, that he's going to step back into the starting his starting role as well. Uh, which would have Alexander, O'Connell, Kaluma, Hawkins, and Kalkbrenner as the starting five. And then coming off the bench, obviously, we have Rati and we have Keyshawn Fizel. And I think that third, uh, that next guard that's going to have a chance to play is going to be Christophilus. So 
Uh, that's just what I'm anticipating. We'll see if Coach Mack and I are as like-minded as I believe that we are. Um, and we'll see how that's going to look moving forward. Before we move on to the next topic, let me tell you guys a little bit about our partners over at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. If we haven't signed up with Bet Rivers yet, now's the time because they're offering a $250 match bonus for your first deposit. But what sets them apart is that they require just one playthrough to turn your bonus into cash money. With their new Rush Pay instant approval, withdrawing your winnings is safer, more secure, and more reliable. With basketball season tipping off, get in on the action by going to betrivers.com today or by downloading the BetRivers iOS app. Must be 21 years or older. Gambling problem? Call telephone number 1-800-GAMBLER. I do for sure have to mention, you know, the growth that we've seen this season from Kalkbrenner. At the beginning of the year, you could see that he was still trying to find himself in that new starting role. Uh, Christian Bishop, having transferred out, thrusted Kalkbrenner into the starting five as a sophomore, which is always a very difficult place to find yourself. But after a summer playing with Team USA, uh, he had really big expectations on his place on his shoulders coming into this season. Uh, he's finally matured into that role, I believe. Uh, he's currently averaging 12.7 rebounds a game. Uh, and you see the confidence is growing more and more as uh, games uh, are are happening, as the Jays continue to play games. So Ryan Cochraner last night, we all know what, he's, what he does defensively. Uh, that's one of the strengths of his game. One of the reasons why Coach Mack trusts him so much is because he's able to not only block shots, but to alter shots at the rim. Last night, he was a big-time presence down there for the Jays defensively. But what he really has impressed me uh, more and more is his activity offensively, the ability to screen and roll multiple times in a possession, uh, to catch lobs, to finish while keeping the ball high. You know, we always teach that to bigs, but it's a very difficult thing to catch the ball high and keep it high in order to finish and not have the defenders have a chance to start down at the ball. He's kind of mastered that, and I've been seeing more and more of that in this six-game winning streak where the ball is dumped down to him, and he's really quick to get the ball to the rim. If he misses the initial shots, he's able to get his own rebound and tip it back in. So, Kalkbrenner is going to be another guy that is going to be asked to do a little bit more. Um, I am, I know that he's got post moves. I know that Coach Mack is probably going to throw the ball down on the block to sh just have a little bit more offense go his way. Uh, he's going to have to be strong down there as he's facing uh, oftentimes guys who are stronger than him. But he's able to use his length and his delicate touch at the rim to still make a difference. So uh, we definitely have to keep an eye out for Kalkbrenner. Um, it is my opinion that Coach Mack is going to rely on his big fella to do a little bit more, obviously, as he is going to rely on everyone to do a little bit more in Nimhard's absence. But uh, it can be overstated uh, how important Nemhard has been to this team. And, you know, what he has provided, especially as far as organizing offense and putting guys in the right place. Um, he's surely going to be missed. But again, we wish him a speedy recovery. Uh, we hope that his surgery and, and all of that goes well and that he's able to get back on the court as quickly as possible. The next game for the Jays is going to be on the road at Providence uh, earlier on in the season. I, there was two games against Providence, obviously, on the schedule. One of those games was initially uh, going to be rescheduled due to COVID. I believe it was on the Providence team at the time, if I'm not mistaken. 
Um, it was announced a couple of weeks ago that that game has been officially canceled. So we're only going to get one look at Providence, but they do sit atop of the Big East. Um, they're very well coached. We all know that Coach Cooley is one of the best in the nation. Right now, they're number 11 in the nation. Um, the matchup predictor on ESPN, as I'm looking at it now, shows that the Jays have a 20% chance of winning. If I'm Coach Mack, you know what I'm doing. I'm putting that on the board immediately and showing, uh, trying to add a little bit of extra motivation, which I feel like the Jays are going to have uh, anyways, just because their brother has now, uh, will now miss the remainder of the season. Um, but I would always just throw it up there just to add a little bit of extra motivation and a little bit of extra spice going into that game. On the road at Providence, I could attest, is a very extremely difficult place to get a win, especially with how well that they're playing right now. Uh, they're led by Nate Watson, averaging 14 points a game. Um, a very good scorer for the Providence Friars. Um, key things to pay attention to uh, during this game. I mentioned it all before a little bit. Uh, this is going to be their first game without Ryan Nemhard as their starting point guard. Uh, Trey Alexander is going to be the guy who is going to have to become the primary ball handler. So those, that is something as Jays fans that we should all pay attention to. How the offense looks without Nemhard, and who is going to be the person who's going to step up and get everybody organized. Uh, again, they can do it in multiple different ways. And I'm sure Coach Mack is thinking of ways to adjust sets and adjust um, adjust ways to, to organize the team. If I'm the Friars, however, uh, I'm definitely putting some full court pressure on to see, you know, who is going to be the one tasked to organize the Jays' offense and see if they could get into their shorts a little bit and create turnovers, which the Jays have had some issues with uh, during this season. So it'll be a very interesting matchup, number one versus number three in the Big East. We are all looking forward to it. That will be all for me today, you guys. Uh, this is a short pod. Uh, we're going to have another guest in the future. Can't tell you who it is just yet. But make sure you stay tuned and make sure to like and subscribe to the Filler 68 Media Network so you continue to get content such as this, the Welcome to the J podcast, as well as a whole bunch of different uh, podcasts from various different hosts representing their different alma maters. Uh, I have been your host, Jahans Maniga. Uh, I cannot wait to see what the future holds for the Jays. Sitting third in the Big East, let's see if we can move up to that second spot. All right, so as always, make sure you guys stay safe. Speedy recovery, Ryan Nemhard, and go Jays. Mm -hmm.